Welcome to this coronavirus special edition of the Corporate Escape Plan, featuring corporate escapee turned serial entrepreneur Reem Harbat. Having grown up in a Middle Eastern society that expects women not to have professional dreams or expectations, she then rose through the ranks of a major telecoms organisation to the position of Chief Financial Officer with a place on the Board of Directors. With a track record for defying norms, Reem has become adept at overcoming adversity, living her life as she does today as a serial entrepreneur. In today's episode, Reem shares her views on how safety is an illusion, how fear is dangerous and how we as leaders have a responsibility to help minimise the dangerous ripple effects that fear causes throughout society. She also shares the philosophy that's helped her navigate crises and advice for others on navigating this one. Welcome to this fascinating episode where our special guest, also talks about her soon-to-be-released works designed to help small business owners shift their focus to an opportunity mindset in these uncertain times. Have you ever wondered what it takes to create a life that's free from the bonds of corporate slavery? Maybe you're already on that journey, but you're still figuring it out. This show aims to show you the way by sharing the real stories strategies, tactics, trials and tribulations of freedom seekers at different stages of their journeys, from running a business on the side to serial entrepreneurs who've launched and scaled multiple multi-million dollar firms. Hello, I'm Craigie B. This is Corporate Escape Plan. Hey, hey, it's me, Craigie B, and welcome to this coronavirus special episode of the Corporate Escape Plan, where today's guest has an eye-opening corporate escape story of her own, has navigated all sorts of trials on her way to founding and operating multiple businesses of her own. She also hosts the Entrepreneur Accelerator podcast, an inspiring look at entrepreneurship with the help of amazing and inspiring guests from around the world. I first met her in the summer of 2019 and her relentless pursuit of success in a way that brings positive change to the world at the same time is utterly inspiring. Well, who is she? Her name is Reem Harbat and I'm so thrilled to have her here today. Welcome, Reem. Hi. Hello, thank you so much. That was awesome. I'm super happy to be here with you. So today we're we're actually going to talk about something that you put together for for your own Entrepreneur Accelerator podcast, and, and it's to do it's your own take on a holistic take. Is how I perceived it when I was listening to your show of how to overcome the existing crisis in a way that that would hopefully enable you to come out of it stronger but before we get into that I just wanted to give you the chance to share your backstory because I for one find it truly fascinating and I know our listeners will too. Thank you so much yeah Um, well I come from a very small country in the Middle East it's Jordan 
and uh, you know, being um, from, or, or let's say being Middle Eastern and coming from a conservative family, uh, we as women or as young women at that time, we were not uh, destined to believe that we can do anything in our life. Like we were not allowed to travel. We were not allowed to have big dreams, but I've always perceived myself as different. And people looked at me in a different way. I don't know why, but um, uh, well, just to, because I don't want to tell you the, the, the whole thing. It, it's going to take two shows to, to finish the story. But mm-hmm. um, I climbed the ladder in a different way. And I became a CFO um, in a short period of time at a young age. I became a CFO and a board of directors uh, for a big telecom group. And I felt that I seriously managed to like control the whole world. Like I was super successful. I was, you know, as, a, as an Arabic woman, uh, and a leader among, you know, a, a masculine, uh, let's say, environment, um, it was a huge success for me. And I thought that, you know, that's it. Uh, it's eternal. And, you know, I'm the richest uh, person on earth. I felt that I can do everything, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, unfortunately, on the day I gave birth to my first child, Um, I received a text from the chairman, from the boss, and he asked me to quit my job. Uh, You know, I was expecting a congratulations. I was expecting, uh, you know, some support or a gift or something. This is what you expect, especially that I have served for a long period of time. And I thought that as a CFO and as as an executive, as a board member, I thought that I am untouchable, you know? But unfortunately, you realize that uh, no, like at any time, no matter where you are in a corporate in the corporate world, you are not safe. You might receive, uh, you know, a text, simply a text uh, to be laid off. It's not just about the economy. It's not just about a recession. Any crisis could happen in your life. Something like this. It was so dramatic so traumatic for me as well having my baby and receiving such a message and you know everything was shattered and and the whole image uh, or the whole let's say uh, dream was scattered uh, in front of me and and uh, like I was so scared uh, I panicked I didn't know what to do and I was in shock because I could not believe that this is happening to me but now, when I look at it, like five years from that time, I realized that it was a blessing and I, you cannot believe it, but I still talk to my boss and I thank him for giving me the chance to be where I am today, you know, because wow. exactly because sometimes you, when you're in your comfort zone, you think that um, this is the limit of what you can do. You have done everything and you don't need to do anything more, you know? And as Rachel Peterson said in her book, uh, you think that your personality or your abilities, capabilities are limited within your CV. This is what you can do is what you write in your CV, which is absolutely not true. Because when you get the chance to break free from the corporate world, from the slavery, you realize that you have 
you have a power and you have things that you can do in this life you never imagined in your life that you can do that you yourself will be able to do that so um uh five years after that i have built uh three businesses um Two of my businesses were featured in the top media and one of them were feature, was featured in Vogue magazine. And if you told me that five years ago or before that, I wouldn't have believed it, you know? So I'm, I'm, this is my uh, escape plan. This is how I um, ran away from the corporate world. And I'm so grateful that I did. That's amazing. And it's really inspiring that you've turned what what must have felt like a bombshell and a personal crisis at the time in, into such a success story you know, you know at the at the helm of three separate businesses in, in as little as five years for, from that happening i mean that in itself is a real story uh, and reason to for listeners to find encouragement in, in your story and the fact that you know it is possible to rise from from what must feel like a disaster situation at the time. Absolutely. And um, Absolutely. yeah, so, so amazing. Now, because we're doing a fairly short episode here, I want to turn to this, this subject that you covered uh, to do with the coronavirus. And you put together a special episode for your, your Entrepreneur Accelerator podcast, which I found really inspiring I, I love the way that you put it together uh, and and the way that you put together a holistic set of tips if you will for for listeners to to potentially follow to help them navigate the crisis and and I love the way that you you approached it from different angles so it's not just a what to do with your finances it's actually you know, it includes things like mindset and, and the like. So I'd, I'd like to begin by asking you what inspired you to create that episode in the first place? So you, what was your thinking, you know, as you put it together? Absolutely. Uh, well, you know, as part of my responsibility as an entrepreneur, as a mother, as a human being, I felt that I have um, the responsibility to, to help and to participate at least with uh, something that could uh, influence positively people around me. Because again, uh, things developed so fast within, you know, during the past couple of months, like things really changed. And I've seen people around me, my sister, my, my brother, my dad, and everybody is in a different country and people all around the world. I'm, perceive, I'm receiving messages from clients. I'm receiving messages from friends. And people were panicking and asking questions every single day with no answers. And every day you receive a different answer from, you know, because with the social media world now, everybody is becoming an expert. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I... I didn't like that because I found myself at a certain point also, I found myself um, following the trend, following what is happening. And it's like the, the panic is dragging me as well. And me, myself, as a person, 
I'm not a negative person. I'm a very positive person, person in everything, in every aspect of my life. But sometimes you have to be also realistic. Um, th that's why I felt that I have to step back and have like a 30,000 uh, foot view on what is happening and try just to give my humble input on how I see things and how I can help even from one simple, let's say, angle. Um, and to be honest, as I said, if we, we are leaders, we are influencers, we are entrepreneurs, we have to support and we have to help positively. And as I said, the, the, the panic is, was more dangerous than what's happening, like than the virus itself. It was so dangerous because you can see people taking stupid actions because of because of them panicking and if we just understand if we understand the source of what panic does to your brain to your body to your and how even as i said in the episode how tyrants were using fear to control the mass and Let's think about that. It's not just fear um, in politics, fear in religion, fear in, you know, social, um, in, in lots of social aspects. I don't want to speak about politics again, but we have to understand that fear was used as a tool to control the mass. And we, I don't want, I wanted to just show people to explain a little bit about how does fear uh, or what does fear do to your, as I said, brain, actions, and body? And what, how you should, like, control that. I know it's difficult sometimes, but, we, but if we understand the source of it, or if we understand what it does or how, how it affects us, we would control it and we would minimize the ripple effect of it. So, um, talking about fear and talking about how to be grateful if you just think every single day about few things that you're grateful for you will be really really um relaxed and you will take things in in a better way uh during your day just thinking about that you're healthy having your uh you know your family around you healthy and safe um having you know your job or being an entrepreneur let's see let's say <clears throat> and uh um having the opportunity to, 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 to create and to be creative, to help and support and, and provide jobs to other people, uh, to feed other people. This is, if you just think about small positive things that you're grateful for, it will help you so much to relax and to look at what is happening, the, 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 the crisis that is happening, you can look at it in a different way. And it will even extract the power inside you um, in a much stronger and better way. Um, also, um, in, in that specific episode, I spoke about financial uh, tips because my background as a CFO, all I know is finance. So I found that some financial tips could help people during this time because I've seen also a lot of people who are panicking and because they're panicking, they were withdrawing all their cash from their bank accounts. You know, uh, I've, yeah. I've heard some advices from online gurus telling them that 
yes, you should get out all your cash and be prepared because no one knows. So this is another kind of, I consider it as um, terrorizing people and scaring them. So you don't have to, you don't have to. Um, so yeah, I was speaking about, you know, some financial tips on how to um, control your spending during this time. Because again, to be realistic, we don't know for how long this is going. Uh, I don't advise to withdraw all your cash from, from the banks. But I, at the same time, you have to be prepared. You have to know how to plan for what is coming. You have to uh, plan for the best but you have to be prepared for the worst. You know, this is mm -hmm. uh, a CFO strategy and we're doing it in business. Sometimes it's applied to your personal finances as well. So um, yeah, um, these are some of the things that I spoke about in, in my episode. And I hope that, um, as I said, that we can help or contribute positively even a little bit um, to support people during this tough time because it's really, really difficult for, for some people. Yeah. Now, I, I, would, I would really like to draw our listeners' attention, especially those in the UK, because I, I would say probably at least half of our listeners to our show currently are based in the UK. The, to, I really want to draw listeners' attention to how calm and collected you sound in light of the fact that you are, you're, you're actually living... I'm working in Saudi Arabia right now, aren't you? Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Where where the the isolation and lockdown is measures are a lot more extreme than they are here in the UK. I mean, we've still got people go, they're yeah. not meant to be doing it, but going out and congregating in the parks and stuff. You know, like that was happening at the weekend and uh, and such like. Whereas you're in a complete lockdown, is that right? What, can you describe the current situation where, where you are right now? So today, today in specific, we had received uh, instructions from the government uh, that we're under 24-hour uh, curfew. We're not allowed to leave our houses for 24 hours. Um, and um, as we were talking before the show, um, in Saudi Arabia, they're taking extreme measures to prevent what's happening or to, you know, um, uh, lessen the spread uh, of the virus, which is, I'm happy about, to be honest. Um, it, you feel suffocated sometimes because you're not allowed to go out all the day. Uh, I've been, uh, you know, I, I didn't get the chance to go out for almost a month, a full month. I'm inside my house for a full month now. Um, mm -hmm. And as I said, what helped me during this period, honestly, is to uh, wake up every day and mm -hmm. voice or say loud what I'm grateful for. And I'm really grateful for having the, the opportunity um, to be in this situation safe. I feel safe when my government or when the government is uh, trying to protect me. I feel that they are taking a lot of measures. It's, sometimes it's difficult to implement but it's my responsibility to respect and to adhere to what they're trying to do because it's not easy. Look at the amount of um, the amount of money that is lost in terms of economy. Uh, all the shops are closed. Uh, the the mm. government are compensating almost everything. But 
this makes me feel safe. And uh, no, it's not easy. And I'm trying every single day, me and my husband, to be productive despite of the lockdown. We're trying to be productive by being grateful, by reminding ourselves that by, ad by adopting the opportunity mindset, it will help us to uh, pass this period knowing that we will create good things uh, during this period. We're not looking just at the negative side of it. It's scary, but we know that we will be part of those people mentioned in history that we have done something good for humanity. We're trying to help. Everyone will help with what he knows, at least with the part that he knows or he's expert in. So we're doing our best to stay productive, to stay, you know, positive, uh, grateful, and, you know, as I said, to do our best um, to keep this opportunity mindset uh, alive every day, doing uh, things active. And we had even, like, we had the biggest whiteboard ever in our living room. Like, who would do, not in the living room. It's, we have a room where we, you know, um, um, host our visitors it's like a big one big dining room and it's it's the place where every woman wouldn't let anybody go inside because it's full of you know souvenirs and stuff and and uh, statues but this is where we put the biggest whiteboard to brainstorm what we can do during this period and this is what I'm saying is yeah. trying to be productive during a period where 90% of people are just laying down, following social media, being scared and just counting statistics and, and listening to, and this is one of the things that, I'm, that I also mentioned. Um, actually, I'm writing uh, a guide uh, about this period and what to do, which is a more comprehensive guide, more than what I mentioned in the, um, in the episode. One of them is just cutting the noise cutting the noise and it's not just it's not just um stopping or following social media sometimes even if your sister or brother will bring you negative uh news every single day you might have to cut that too stop ask them yeah. politely yeah. to stop sending you news or statistics yeah you know you're not working with cnn don't be a reporter to me i know how to reach that so just cut the noise and focus on being productive during this period. Uh, as you know, you can start by reading book, you can start by learning a new skill, you can have a course or an online course to learn something new. You have to prepare yourself for a new era. Yes, there is something going to change big time um, during the coming few months. The world is changing, everything is changing. So be prepared. Don't wait, just take the opportunity and be prepared. Be one of the first people who will, you know, uh, join what is happening or the, the, the new thing that is happening in the world. Be, be prepared for that. So you asked me about the lockdown or what's happening here in Saudi Arabia. It's extremely difficult, but I feel safe. And I'm taking this time, as I said, to be just productive and grateful for what's happening. Wonderful. So I, I, I find 
everything that you do truly inspiring so i i want to make sure that people know about your entrepreneur accelerator podcast so there is the the specific episode that we've been talking about is episode 22 but i i really encourage listeners to to listen to all the episodes because there's uh, an inspiring array of guests who join Reem for her show, sharing incredible advice, uh, business building advice, and across a, a range of different disciplines and skill sets, and, and it's really really valuable stuff. So, but with, with the coronavirus in mind, uh, check out episode twenty-two because it's a, it's a, an amazing listen, and it's so well put together, and it will only take up twelve minutes of your time. <laughs> so it's dead easy to carve out the time to. Um, to listen to it while you're stuck indoors and I just want to also give you the opportunity to tell our listeners how else they can find you. Uh, so basically I'm on Facebook, uh, I'm on Instagram, also on the same name, I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, and on my website, uh, reemkharbat.com. And um, so, yeah, I would love to help with whatever. I'm currently working on on something to help small business owners and entrepreneurs on how to shift during this tough time. Um, You know, we all know that we need support and help. And sometimes it's not just... um, it's not just about generating leads or sales. Sometimes we need the help and the support to feel understood and to, with the all the amount of the overwhelm that is happening, it's totally fine. It's totally okay uh, uh, to feel sometimes that it's overwhelming because there are many people who are losing their jobs. There are many people who are, you know, closing their shops and this is real. You know, this is not something that we can just forget about. It's all over the world. It's real. But we can help because I consider that the struggles that I've been through in my life, not just losing an executive job, but at the same time, even when I started my business five years ago, uh, me and my husband, we had less than $5,000 to pay. And when you say that having $5,000 in a foreign country where we had to pay for our residency for the working permits we had to pay even for running the business we knew that in less than a month we're gonna lose everything and we had zero sales and how we shifted that how we shifted that and we make we made the first sale for almost three hundred thousand dollars right when we were discussing on that night that that's it um we don't have the money to survive so when you, uh, when you adopt the mindset that no matter what happens, no matter how bad it is, they always say change brings opportunity. You always have to have this mindset in mind and know that things will be okay. Eventually, always things will be okay. When you're, when you're at school and when you are in, you know, you're having your math exam that you sweat and dream about all night, Eventually, regardless of what, what you do, it passes and something else happens after it. So everything in life, you know, it's not standstill. Life 
happens and things change and you just have to believe that it's going to be over but to be smart you have to be prepared for it so i'm working on something to help people honestly during this period to be prepared and to uh, grab the opportunity the mindset opportunity the opportunity mindset to continue strong and to shift the business um stronger than ever uh and and you know being grateful for everything that is happening so uh that will be launched very very soon and uh, like anything that your audience or anyone who's listening to this if you need any kind of support i am i'll be more than glad to help in terms of finance or business or even mindset i'm not i'm not a mindset coach but i believe that this is exactly what really helped me during my whole life so um uh, if they yeah. need any support i'm i'm willing to help so knowing that this work is about to drop i'm going to invite you to share your 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 name again and spell it out <laughs> so that people can easily find you online sure so my name is reem r double e m k h a r b a t so it's in arabic it's called kharbat in english you can call it karbat harbat whatever you want i'm, I'm fine with it <laughs> okay so would you be up for joining us on the corporate escape plan in future i, I hope you say yes of course of course of course i would love to whatever anything for you craigie b you know I love you so much and I appreciate you and and you helped me you helped me so much I I have to tell everybody that you when you mentioned that we met in uh, the summer of 2019 I remember that you helped me so much because even no matter how much you think that you're successful or you know things in life sometimes you have these insecurities um inside you and you need someone like craigie b to help you and pull you up and tell you that you're okay and um this is what you have done with me you helped me so much and um i would love to do anything for you craig oh gosh thank you so much i was not expecting that <laughs> thank you that is so kind what a lovely thing to say and thank you for having Reem, me thank you so much for joining me for this special edition of the corporate escape plan thank you so much and we'll speak to you again real soon bye thank you bye. if you've enjoyed this episode and feel you would benefit from joining a community of ambitious impact-driven like-minded people which happens to include many of our guests then you may wish to consider joining our free facebook community so if that's for you head over to facebook Go to the search box, locate the Corporate Escape Plan community, then apply to join by answering the questions. Look forward to seeing you there.